Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team this week on pine tar for breakfast one of my best friends now the new manager for the lehigh valley iron pigs anthony Contreras is going to join me in a very professional setting as well you'll find out about ace one of the best human beings alive can't wait right here on the pine tar for breakfast podcast in the air to left field What up? And welcome to another episode of Pine Tar for Breakfast. I'm your host, Kevin Franzen, at Kevin Franzen on Twitter. And it is one of those days where I get to, well, you you put your professional cap on, and I'm doing that with air quotes, um, but talking to a buddy, talking to one of your best friends in his wedding, um, who's now the new AAA manager for the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, I could not be more excited as we all know that huge part of an organization is the minor league system. And not only that, it's the feeder and that's the triple a team in Lehigh Valley, especially for us. And today, tonight, whatever you want, whenever you're listening to the pine tower for breakfast podcast, I'm going to bring on my pal. Yeah. I kind of know this guy. His name's Anthony Contreras. He is the new manager of the Lehigh Valley iron pigs. He knows me as a very serious human being. AC, very nice to have you on this podcast. Thanks, thanks, Kev. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> you think you think I introduce people like that all the time? No, it's it's a little weird hearing you in a professional setting talk to me that way. Usually, it's uh, you know, <laughs> joking around and you know, a little lightheartedness. But it's uh, it's good to hear your voice. A couple f bombs here or there. Uh, yeah. So uh, the backstory behind this, for those that do not know, I, I have mentioned this before, but um, Anthony Contreras, AC, is one of my best buddies from college. We're San Jose State Spartans. Go, both San Jose people more than anything. Uh, so we got the Northern California blood. Um, one of my favorite people in the world, based on the fact that you're a good human being, and I like your wife better than you. That's another positive. And Carol's Most amazing. Do. Yep, that that is true. Uh, but welcome, seven years with the Padres. Well, technically, because then you add in the years of playing, it, it goes up in in a couple years. Um, but welcome, this is awesome. 
Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a fun ride these last two weeks, uh, transitioning and making this uh, uh, exciting decision uh, with obviously myself and my family in mind, and uh, couldn't be more excited to to join the Phillies organization and, and get this uh, get this ball rolling in a in a new but exciting direction. Now the cool thing is, so before all this happens, you get named as the Peoria Javelinas. Uh, manager for the 2021 fall league and that happens to be the same team that bryson stott logan ohapi simon muziati and then you got the, the the whole pitching staff that's there and and hans and damon uh we'll go over most of those guys anyways but how crazy is it you you go there as a padres manager and you're right in the middle Take off the Padres uni, put on the Phillies uni, because you are now with the Phillies organization. Yeah, it's it's been crazy. I didn't expect you know this to happen the way it did, but baseball has a, a funny way of working itself out. And um, I think having the Phillies on the on the team and within the you know the Peoria Javelinas uh, team this year, it's been a an easier transition than obviously you know having them somewhere else and, and me having to wear a different uni, but um, it's been great. The, the guys have grown on me. I've got to know them really well. And now that I'm a Philly, they, uh, they seem to be excited. Um, obviously I've been touching a lot of different people and, and meeting a bunch of different people over the last couple of weeks. And it's, uh, it's getting me, you know, even more excited to, to be part of this organization. Does, did, do you feel like obligated to like, kind of uh, like play those guys even more just to make sure that you're on their side? <laughs> <laughs> some people might say that you know uh, but uh baseball works itself out and the phillies guys up and down bryson uh logan those two you know are, are very very hot and doing extremely well in this fall league um the pitchers have been holding their own and, and been impressing uh everybody around the league you know hans uh made his four starts and he's no longer with the team but was a personality that you know everybody was attracted to in the clubhouse um, so to see those guys work and, and go about their business, you know, is, it was a good, uh, you know, just a good learning experience for me and a good, you know, transition on getting to know these guys and have some familiar faces when, you know, we enter 2022 spring training. All right, let's talk about it. How do you, I, Preston Mattingly, he gets introduced as the, uh, the farm director for, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies at the, the very end of the season. Uh, pretty cool because at the same time that he was getting hired, we were playing the Marlins, so I got to interview Don Mattingly about it, which was awesome. Um, but without a contract for next year, you're you're at the Fall League. I'm, they don't send nobodies to Fall Leagues, whether you're a player or a coach, and especially to be a manager. So you know the Padres are going to have that opportunity to resign and, and do your stuff, but that doesn't happen. You end up with Preston coming over from San Diego here, um, was it quick? Yeah. Unexpected was, is the word I use. <laughs> um, yeah, like I, I was focused on fall league. Um, there was obviously some transition going on in the Potters organization with, uh, some new leadership and, you know, new faces coming aboard and, um, they were handling their stuff in instructional league and, and doing what they had to do on that side. And I was just concentrating on the fall league and, um, you know, contract time came up and, certain coaches were, were, you know, being talked to and get given contracts. And I was still doing my thing. Um, I got a call 
uh, a couple of weeks ago from, you know, from Riley Westman, our farm director there. And uh, he, you know, talked to me about what my potential contract would be for next year. Um, but then let me know that there was some interest uh, from the Philadelphia Phillies to, to interview me uh, for the AAA job. And um, I decided to go ahead and, and take that interview and, um, we hit it off right away. Uh, you know, I was talking with Preston and Dana Parks and Jorge Valandia and, uh, felt, you know, a connection right away with those conversations. And, um, you know, I trusted my heart and my gut on, you know, what I wanted to do and the fit just felt right. Um, the people felt right. And, you know, um, a couple of days later after that interview, um, yeah, we made it, we made it final. Um, and, you know, I couldn't be happier with the decision I made. Well, I mean, not knowing Preston yet, uh, hopefully you get the opportunity to do that. Um, I've heard great things. But when you talk about Georgie and, 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 and Jorge Valandia and, and Dana Parks, you're talking about two of the best people that uh, I've been around. Um, like, you get first impressions. Like, Georgie's the easiest. Like, he, you know, he's Hefe now for all of us. Uh, you know, was a, a field coordinator when I was playing. And uh, doesn't matter who you were. You fall in love with that guy. It was easy to do that for you, like on the coach's side. Absolutely. <laughs> the f- first thing he says on on the call was that, "Hey, you were a shortstop. I was a shortstop. There's a connection there already." And just like the welcoming that he had, uh, kind of lets you relax a little bit. And you know, and like that's something I think everybody in life wants to have is somebody there to comfort the, you know, the fall or comfort the change and comfort the, you know, uncertainty of, of going a different direction. And, um, I think it made my decision a lot easier having, you know, those people on the, on the call. And, um, ever since then, the people that I've met within the Phillies organization have been tremendous, um, super warm, super welcoming, um, making me, you know, even more excited to, to follow the, the Phillies in this organization. I mean, we've talked about it plenty just in general, like, uh, Either one of us probably would have ended up at, at some point at least like the San Jose State head coach. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, when they they asked me to interview and stuff, I, I just kept throwing your – like, go. Like, get Anthony because you were born for this. Like, this is stuff that you were born for, to lead. Um, I had the experience playing three years with you, being roommates for, what, three of them on the road. Uh, yeah. it, people follow you, and Why? Because you're a good human, you love the game. You 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 don't think that there's only one way to do things. So since then, how have you grown? Oh man! Uh, By the way, size. I I know, but that's different. <laughs> yeah, no, that's an excellent question, man. Like, I think I think for as long as you've known me, um, for as long as I've been alive, I think there's always been a uh, you know a care factor for people. Um, there's always been a, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I always, I always go after, you know, the things that I want to go after and I, and I have passion for the things I do and obviously baseball and, and people are probably the, the two main things in my life. And, um, nothing's more evident of, of doing those things and having that passion, and, but managing a baseball team and you get to learn so much about yourself. You get to learn so much about people in that position. And I've grown tremendously since 2014, when I got thrown into Arizona rookie ball and (laughs) was managing my first team and had no clue how to put together a schedule and how to give a sign at third base and how to, you know, be a disciplinarian, all that stuff. And 
what I've come to realize and what I've grown to see is like people are the driving force of any good organization. And when you treat people the right way and you lead by example and you treat people with respect, you know, people are going to, um, you know, work for you um, and run through a wall for you. And like, I will do that for them. Um, and hopefully, you know, the, the good people that we surround ourselves with will do it for us. And that's how I kind of treat my days. And I'm, I'm getting full uh, evident of how, you know, that has come about. And I'm, I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity that I've, I've been given up to this point. Dude, giving signs. You used to give signs at shortstop to make sure like <laughs> zero, one, zero, zero, one, one, two, one, two, one, two. Give me those looks. Uh, right. So you've had the, you've had that practice. Like now no one even puts a sign on. So it's all fake. Right. right. Yeah. Like, what's yeah. Your, like, do you have like great, do you think that you're putting on a great play? Like just, kind of look at, at the other manager like i got something on here right here just to screw with them like come on of course of course you have to give you that play the chess wink, game a little ace wink yeah you know you try to give signs in a different pattern you try to manipulate the you know the situation a little bit to make you think um but that's all the that's the that's the game and that's what we love about it is that the thinking man's game that you try to outthink the other team you try to outplay the other team and uh, at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're trying to do what's best and it's, it's fun. It's, you know, it better than most, man. And I've, I've been, you know, extremely, uh, been a student of the game more as a, as a coach now than I probably did really? as a player, just because there's stuff that I'm learning every single day on how to, to manage and how to, you know, handle situations. And it's been, it's been a crazy learning experience for me. No way. No, no way. way. Yeah. You were I always, said this. dude, you would sit there and watch everything. Like yeah. you knew every, you and I are very similar when it comes to baseball. Like we loved to watch. Like we loved to do that. How did that like I'm I'm just fascinated by this because like it's it it's not new for you to pay attention to everything, but how did that 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 change? Right. I think it's because when you're playing, you're kind of so devoted to yourself and and like dealing with what I have to do and yeah, my responsibilities. True. And and then when I became a manager, you have to see the whole picture and you have to see the rhythm and flow of the whole game and how, you know, dealing and, uh, you know, managing a bullpen and, you know, putting signs on and doing all that stuff and when to, you know, move the defense and things like that is you have to have a, a broad spectrum of, of what it takes to, you know, to make sure you put all the right pieces in the right spot. And, I said this, I said, if I could take one year out of my career, go and like bench coach or be a fourth coach and just ma like, or manage a, a team and then go back and play, I would be a better player just because I would see the game differently and I would anticipate things differently. And um, that's what I try to do now. And that's what managing and coaching is. You're trying to anticipate what's going to happen and you put the guys in the best possible positions to, to either defend or, you know, offend the, you know, the team. And, um, yeah, it's it's been a crazy learning experience, and I'm still learning every single day that I that I go to that field. Dude, that's incredible. All right, let's take a quick break, and on the other side, we'll talk more with Iron Pigs, new AAA manager Anthony Contreras, right here on the Pine Tar for Breakfast podcast. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Pine Tower for Breakfast with Kevin Franzen, and I am being joined still. He has not hung up on me yet uh, with Anthony Contreras. He's the new AAA manager. That's awesome. I just want to say that again. Anthony Contreras, AC, one of my best friends, is now the manager of the Lehigh Valley Iron Picks. That is it just I, I can't get over it. Like from my family, like just being able to, to say that to to Cook and to all our buddies at state that I'll, I'll text and be like, AC. Like this is a huge deal. Like pinch yourself a little bit. This is amazing. Oh, I am, man. I'm pinching myself every single day and um you know, it's funny you say those names now, and it, you bring in back memories of <laughs> when I was a little squirt trying to chase you guys around and easy, you know learning easy. from. Uh... You're always bigger than me, okay? So don't say little <laughs> squirt. You're always bigger than me. <laughs> back then, I don't know. I was I was a little squirt when I was a freshman, but uh, yeah, like you, when these things happen, and, and you know, especially in the baseball world, you reflect on the times that you had when you were in you know little league and high school and college and all those you know, different things that happened that like got you to this point. And you, you can't forget those because those are the things that kind of set the foundation for, you know, where we're at now and where we're headed. And um, you try to, you know, create those, those memory or not create the memories, but you try to create those same type of feelings and relationships with the people um, today uh, to hopefully propel you to the next chapter in your life. And, you know, I, I couldn't be, you know, like I said, more grateful for the, the things that have happened to me in, in my in my past and uh, the, the people that I've got to meet and, and come across. And now I'm here talking to you, uh, you know, in a, in a setting that <laughs> a, I never thought a professional I would talk setting. to you. Hello, sir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it's it's awesome. And I'm like extremely, like I said, extremely grateful for this opportunity. Uh, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I get emotional on it because, like, and you know me, I'm a totally emotional guy. Uh <laughs> Because, like, I just – I know the passion you have for the game and getting – like, wanting good baseball be played. Um, you know, a, a, a problem, I would say, for the last few years for us and the Phillies has been um, we haven't seen good baseball be played, you know, um, from the AAA guys coming up to the big leagues consistently. And I think that is a huge part of it, right? If, you, if you're going to be a great organization, you got to have those pieces. So, and, and, and putting your manager's hat on, like, I, I really want to get professional right here. Like, because you have been, you know, with one organization for a while and being able to see that side, like, how do you want to flip it and be able to be like, I want to get these guys ready to win in Philadelphia and not just be like, oh, I want to get you to the big leagues, but I want you guys to be winning players there. Right. Yeah. Great question. I think, um, thanks Ace. One, uh, one, not one, there's, there's many forms of this stuff, but I think there's a passion that, and, uh, an effort level that has to be met every single day when you come to the park and every rep that you do, every ground ball, every flip in the cage, every BP toss, all that stuff has to matter. Um, and I think that's something that I bring, uh, till this day. And that's how I approach my career. That's how I want to teach it every single day is when you're going to go out there and do your job, you do it with intent and you do it with energy and passion. Um, and when you do that, good things will happen. You know, when you 
excuse my language, but if you half-ass your day and you oh my go God. out there. I can't believe. And... Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. I got to hit that that bleep button right there for saying ass. I'm kidding. You don't. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do that and you expect to play good baseball, you expect to win, most times it's not going to happen. You know, the the guys that you you've been around in your career that, you know, take their career seriously every single day they come to the ballpark those are the guys that are rewarded those are the guys that get the benefit of the doubt um and ultimately you know when you have a group of guys that do that together that's when you create winning baseball because everybody's pulling in the right direction everybody knows what their job is um and they're doing it for the benefit of the team and i think in pro baseball that's one if not the most uh you know the biggest thing that causes uh, toxicity, the biggest thing that causes a losing organization is when you have guys that are selfish and they're out there for themselves and not pulling in the same direction. And um, we've seen it. You've been on good teams. I've been on good teams. And, you know, uh, the good ones have a common denominator. And um, I think the good ones pull for each other on and off the field. And they, and they create that camaraderie that is like unbreakable. And when you can do that, and hopefully I can create that you know, as the manager of, of Lehigh Valley, um, you will have a good product on the field. And for our case, hopefully when they get up to the big leagues, it's transitioning to winning baseball with the Phillies and, and hopefully, a, you know, a World Series championship. As a self-anointed uh, Iron Pigs legend, um, you're going to love it there. <laughs> That's what I hear. Dude, I it's hear, insane. It's awesome. You'll, like, nothing – so 2011, uh, we go to the playoffs and – um, the first game was against Pawtucket. We didn't get like a huge crowd because it, 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 like on the you know the the marketing side, it's hard to do the ticket stuff, right? Uh, second game we come out and it was ten plus thousand. The very first batter gets the two strikes. Everyone's on their feet, and it was the most incredible feeling I've had on uh, on a field. Um, because it, the closeness, but that that's the that's the fans there. They have this Philadelphia vibe that that will translate there. Um, that I just can't wait for you to have. Like this is this is so much fun. Just based like I've talked about it to you before in the past. Like talking about Lei just in general. Right. Like playing there, I'm like, dude, this is like if there's a AAA place you want to play, this is it. That's what I keep hearing. I keep hearing nothing but good things about Lehigh. Yeah. Obviously, the attendance, and you know, like when you have, when you play in front of huge crowds, like yeah. the energy that resonates, you know, to everybody else is, is you know, is crazy. And I, I can't wait to be a part of that. I've been fortunate to play in, and coach in some good ballparks and see what the vibe of a of a stadium can create. And you know, I'm expecting the same from from Lehigh because everybody's telling me it's the number one place in AAA to play and. I couldn't be more, you know, it's more happy to to experience that. Yeah. It's a fact, which is going to be fantastic. All right. Um, so being the Peoria Javelinas manager, a lot of uh, responsibility now. Like it's changed. Like before, like you were you were the placeholder. You were you were just helping out guide Bryson Stott. Um, now it is your job more than anything to uh, make sure he's ready. So uh, first impressions. Uh, a couple guys, they're going to be in the fall in the fall league all star game. Uh, what is that? The um, what do they call it? The fall stars or the uh, right. the showcase game? By the way, I was the uh, I was in the first one. Um, the like what is, what is it like Logan and Logan and Bryson being there, being selected for that? First impressions for for those two guys. 
Yeah, I think um, one, like tremendous dudes right off the bat. Logan, um, you know, great character, great makeup, works his butt off every single day that he's at the field. Did, Bryson, would you know that you know, he's 21? Not at all. He, he looks <laughs> like a grown 30-year-old man the way he's, he's built. But uh, tremendous human being, you know, from, from the start. Very cordial, very respectful, coachable. Everything you want to say about a, about a baseball player on the human side. You know, but then you see the talent that he that he has and uh, the way he can lead uh, by example uh, from the rest of his teammates. And um, he's been tremendous. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've grown to, you know, it's it's hard not to like Logan Ohapi, but um, I think just he, he has a lot to 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 learn still. Um, but being only 21 years old and, and, and being the person he is, I you see nothing but good things happening in Dude. his future and. He's hitting 310 with a 989 OPS, but the best part is, at his age, the position, the length of a season that he's going through, he's got 17 walks, 10 strikeouts. Right. That, to me, is one of those where you just sit back and you're like, damn. (laughs) It goes right back to his process, man. Like, you know this better than anybody. Like, his routine in the cage is probably one, if not the most repeatable of anybody on our team. And I was just with them a couple hours ago, um, working with him in the cages, and he has dialed in every single time he steps into that cage, and it's not a it's not a fluke while he's having the success. He, he's very deliberate, and his process is right on point. Uh, player of the year for the Phillies is was Bryson Stott, and you've been right there with him uh, every step of the way here in the fall league. Uh, he's had a great performance so far. Another one of those guys: twenty walks, 12, 12 strikeouts, uh, eight forty nine OPS. Um, the way he carries himself, the way he plays, what do you got? Yeah, very uh, quiet guy for the most part. He doesn't really talk too much. He, he kind of, you know, does his own thing. He's very uh, routine based in the in the cages. It's it's get what he needs, um, get his feel right. Uh, the kid's a pure hitter. You know, he he has a knack for finding the barrel. Um, doesn't panic at shortstop. Um, you know, can make the routine play. Can catch the baseball, throw it just like you want from a shortstop. Like my boy um, AC. some people might say that he might have a little bit more hitting tool than i did but he's uh for where he's at in his career and and being this you know he's what 24 now um knocking on the door of the big leagues um i think with him it's going to come down to refining some certain things certain plays that you know he might lack in in you know skill set but that's where you know that's where we come in as coaches to to refine those things and you know bryce is a a guy that kind of stays within himself and um, that's what you need. You need a consistent, every single, everyday guy to to come out there and, and be that force in the lineup. He sits there and hits second or third for us with the Havelinas, and you know he's probably um, our most consistent, if not most reliable, bat off the uh, like in our lineup. Well, that's good to hear. I mean, like, there's so many things that you know we're clamoring for. Again, it always goes back to uh, if you're gonna have high price guys, you got to have those minor league guys that are not just you know like oh well that guy's a good player. Like you can need you need game changers. And those two already seem like they have a chance to be. Right. Yeah, they're right there. They're knocking on the door. Um, obviously, I don't know exactly what the Phillies have in store for them for next year. You know, obviously, we would love for, to see those guys move up the chains and get to the big leagues as fast as possible. Um, but they're going in the right direction. They're doing the things that they should be doing. They're working on their craft every single day. Um, I think Logan has benefited from becoming the priority. Um, that was kind of a, a blessing in disguise with, uh, I believe, Shay Langliers is his name. He was supposed to be our, our starting catcher from the Atlanta Braves organization, but 
he ended up staying with the team all through the playoffs, which gave Logan the opportunity to be our everyday guy. And Sucks for that take, guy, yeah. <laughs> he's taken and run with it better than anybody, so I'm happy for him. Uh, Simone Muziati, I mean, like, he had a very uh, – yeah, his was a very turbulent season, um, to say the least, only having been able to play in, what, 20 games, I think it was, um, and now to go in the fall league. Uh, he's got talent. What have you seen so far from him? Yeah. Uh, Simone has been great, man. He's like, I was just, I was with him as well, you know, with Logan earlier today. And he is on that path to trying to find himself and make up for the time that he lost with not playing this year. Um, very reliable outfielder can, can move around. Nothing wows you, um, as far as speed, but he can cover ground. He knows the fundamentals and, and takes good routes, um, has an arm that, that plays in the outfield and can stop runners from, from taking the extra base. Um, and he's a student of his of his hitting right now. I think he's trying to find himself and and figure out how to use those long levers and create leverage with his swing. He kind of has this Carlos Beltran flat swing through the zone and that is kind of more of a contact guy. But with his size and and body, I think you know there's a lot more in there than what he's showing. Um, but he's starting to tap into it. There's making some slight adjustments, you know, at the plate with his hands and his load. And um, he's starting to kind of feel better at the plate and. Hopefully that can continue. Um, if he does play winter ball in Venezuela or does something like that, he can continue to get those reps and be ready for spring training. Dude, how often do you want it? Like, I know he's from Venezuela and stuff, but don't you want to be like Muziati? Like, uh, you just right. want to straight go Italian with him. Uh, pitching side, Damon Jones, Eric Miller, James MacArthur. I mean, they're they're guys we haven't seen uh, other than the the very you know quick cameo by Damon. Fantastic stash. I don't know if he still has it. Uh, but what have you seen from him or them? Let's just say that. Right. First off, the, when you see the Phillies pitchers walk into a room yeah, and they're, they're all they're six huge. foot four, yeah. just giants, I think it's very intimidating, but cool to be on their side and have them, you know, in our rotation and in our bullpen. Um, but huge arms. I've heard nothing but good things about the Phillies organization and how, you know, the, the pitching depth they have is, is something that they pride themselves on. Um, and these four guys that we have, are a perfect example of it. You know, you have MacArthur and Hans in the starting rotation um, with great stuff that you can see why they're going to, when they get to the big leagues, they're going to be a force to, to be reckoned with. And, you know, you have Damon and, and Eric coming out of the bullpen uh, with, with lefty stuff that, you know, Dude, is nasty. playing at a high level. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be in the box as a lefty against those two guys, just arms and everything coming at them, big bodies all on top of every hitter that they face. And, you know, for the most part, overall, all four of those guys have been tremendous this season in Fall League. Eric Miller, he's a Stanford guy, isn't he? He is, he is. And I was, did, wasn't did, afraid to let him know that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you just, like, be like, look, dude, like, San Jose State, wait. I mean, because we got to watch ourselves with El Jefe in Sam Fold, you know, because we dominated them when he was there. So, uh, no, I mean, like, is it fun, like, just go to a new organization now and, like, you meet a guy like Eric Miller, uh, you know, prior to being a uh, AAA manager, now you're the AAA manager. Might change things a little bit in how he looks at you, uh, but like you can kind of rib him a little bit. You can kind of get into him being a Stanford guy. Yeah, absolutely. You have to when you're a San Jose, San Jose State blue collar worker, and you get oh. to go and you meet and you meet, you know, a Stanford baseball player. You got to be able to, you know, poke <laughs> the bear a little bit and let him know, you know, who, where we come from. But no, Eric's been great. He's he's a quiet kid. Doesn't really say too much. You know, we've had some conversations here and there. Um, but you know, all of them 
they don't look at me different. I think it's just more excitement knowing that they get to know me um, a little bit better now going into spring training. Um, there'll be a familiar face with them knowing that if they're in AAA, I'll be managing them and, and helping those guys out. Um, and it's just setting the foundation for hopefully, you know, future success. And, and um, it's been a good ride with these kids so far. Yeah, his is going to be – his is tremendous because he only pitched in five games this year. Um, coming off injury, I believe. And then having that opportunity to, to be able to pitch in a fall league. Like there's there's certain things with Eric Miller that you, you see and you're going like the strikeout numbers. There's always going to be the walks though. You know, Damon Jones falls in the same thing. Like you look at everything prior to uh, going to AAA – like, Damon Jones had the most ridiculous year in 2019. Like, you could say that same thing with Eric Miller. When he gets drafted and comes over, I'm like, nothing. He he was fantastic. I mean, you could see the sky's the limit for the lefties. Right. Yeah, they, they've, they've lived up to the hype from what I've seen so far. Damon pitched yesterday, comes in, you know, um, he's one of our reliable arms that can clean up an inning, can go two or three innings if he has to. Uh, Miller's the same way. You know, these guys are – are length bullpen pieces that can, you know, bridge that gap. And um, a lot of it is between the ears. If these guys come out there and they're throwing their pitches the way they, they can, you know, it's pretty unhittable, you know, like the length of their arms, the stride, all that stuff is like what you want out of these big bodies. And, you know, it's exciting to see the Phillies have these guys in their organization, knowing that like if when their time's ready, um, they're going to have reliable arms that, that will help them out. Let's take one last break. We're here with Anthony Contreras, new Iron Pigs manager right here on the Pine Tower for Breakfast. Welcome back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, it's Kevin Franzen here on the Pine Tar for Breakfast podcast talking to AAA manager Anthony Contreras. And, you know, we've, we've talked about all the guys that have been at, 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 at Fall League with you as you are the manager of the Peoria Javelinas, um, you know, transitioning. You know, one thing I've wanted to talk to you about, uh, you've had the opportunity the last couple of years to be at spring training and talk to uh, Bobby Dickerson. And Bobby D's back here in the organization as the infield head of infield instructor, the infield coach. Um, things have changed quite a bit. Uh, he's a fantastic human being from one field infielder to another, one that you and I did our short hop drills together every day for, for years. Um, like what have what have you learned from Bobby D? I learned that catching the baseball is the most important thing about being an infielder. You know, dude, um, dude, we already knew that. <laughs> we did, we did hey, know hey, that. Hey, but ace, ace, ace. Some people take it for granted, and some people, you know, don't realize that the catch has to be made before the play can be finished. And I think um, he makes that very known to the infielders he's working with. Um, I was able to, you know, be a part of big league camp last year for the first time and be able to sneak back and, and watch him work with, you know, Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis and Eric Hosmer and Cronenworth and these guys and listen to him instruct these superstars on fielding the, the, the ball the right way and getting your head behind the baseball and, 
you know, making sure that the ball is secure before you finish the play. And he has a way of teaching and coaching that you can't teach. And it's his personality comes out. He holds these guys accountable, um, you know, to the fullest and doesn't let you slide one bit. And when you have a leader or an infield coach that, you know, is that discipline and um, puts that much effort into his craft, it's like there's there's no no shock to me why these guys are, are such good infielders and, you know, bringing him back over to the Phillies uh, organization and, and knowing what he's going to provide for, you know, the, the, the infielders with us, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be fun to watch him groom and, and, and make these guys better. Dude, it's insane. I, when you say that you would sneak back like every day in spring training, uh, when he was with us uh, a couple of years ago, I would go to the, the, the half field and watch every single day. Um, Never said a word, never asked a question, just wanted to watch. Because what he would say resonated already, right? You don't need to ask, like, why do you do this? Why do you do that? I don't need that. Like, I'm watching these guys work. Like, everything has a purpose with him. It's freaking amazing. Yeah, and you mix that, you know, that purpose-driven, you know, infield work with the passion he has and the way he can talk to a player and get them to respond – um, you know, it's incredible. And like, as a young coach, as a young manager, like that's the stuff that we want to be around to learn from and to understand like how to get the most out of a player, how to get the most out of your infield. And he's going to do the same thing, you know, this year with the Phillies and, and hopefully longer in the future. And it's going to be exciting to see him mold these, these infielders into what, you know, what they can be. When, when you talked about like him going back there and working with Manny and, and Fernando, uh, Cronenworth, Hosmer, Obviously, like there's there's platinum there, there's gold there, uh, there's ridiculous athleticism, but the ability for him to get into them and and get them working and have them come out, not even by like him pulling them out there, like they wanted to. What does that say about him? Yeah, it just it shows you know the person that he is as a coach. It shows that people know that if they listen and they try new things and they do what he says, like that he's going to make them better. And I think any per any person in this profession that wants to get better at their craft and they're, they're going to listen and they're going to follow regardless of how much money you have, regardless of how much status or platinum gold gloves you have, like you want to be around people that are going to make you better in life. And Bobby's one of those guys that can do it for, you know, any infielder that he comes across. And I think that resonates with everybody from the lower level minor leaguer to, you know, the superstar Manny Machado. Like everybody wants to get better at something and, and Bobby's that guy to to do that. Before I let you go, Anthony Contreras, the new AAA manager of the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Um, I got to ask you a really uh, personal question. Um, what's your end goal? Like what, what's your goal? Like do you want to be a big league manager? It's a great question. I think that's the million dollar question. No, no, no um, it's a couple million if you get there. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, here's here's how I take that question. Right now, when you say Anthony Contreras, Lehigh Valley AAA manager, that's where my head's at. End goal well, would great. obviously to yeah. be to be on a big league staff in some capacity, learning how to you know how to do that job. Um, I obviously, if I had the opportunity to be a big league manager. Um, I would, I would definitely take it. You know, it's something that, you know, is very, um, very attractive to me. It, it fits my personality. I want to be around people that I can help. 
um, be around an organization, you know, that does it the right way. Um, so to answer your question, yes, I would love to be a big league manager at some point. Um, but for right now, like I'm the Lehigh Valley, you know, Iron Pigs AAA manager, and that's where my focus is at. Damn right. And you have, again, I could say it, I have the biggest smile on my face. You can hear the smile through my face through, when we're talking. Uh, I get to see you in spring. Well, hopefully there is spring. And that, like, that is one of the, like, I, I could say that over and over, and it makes me so happy. Even though you have to show up early, 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 early at the field. Right. <laughs> That's okay. I haven't seen you in a while. It's going to be awesome to, to reunite and, and see your pretty face again. Oh, thank you. I have makeup on right now, by the way. I'm just going to let everybody know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Anyway, uh, Anthony, so since I started out professionally, I got to close it professionally. Thanks for joining me right here on the Pine Tar for Breakfast podcast. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> Why you have to laugh? Again, Anthony Contreras, AAA manager for your Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. I hope you enjoyed it. Send me a message, whatever you want, on Twitter, at Kevin Franzen. Until next time, peace. Kevin Franzen! Where's out of here?